Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting, where I am talking all about parental presence and how we can use this fundamental building block of connective parenting to create a stronger, deeper bond with our child. So what is it? Parental presence is the fundamental building block that we have to as part of the MVR process, part of connective parenting to help us build a stronger, deeper bond with our child. It's not about changing the child. It's about changing how they see us, having a stronger bond, helping them to know that we are with them, whatever is going on. So whether we are actually physically with them or whether we are apart, they have a positive mental image of us in their mind that says they're there for me. Doesn't matter what's going on. Doesn't matter what I've done they are there for me. And that is you know, the fundamental building block of a relationship, isn't it? Particularly the type of relationship we want to have with our child. So how do we think about it? One analogy that I often use when I'm talking about parental presence and kind of sharing it with others is this idea of a harbour. If you think about harbour walls, they're big, solid walls And the water in the harbour is always really, really calm. So when the ship comes into the harbour, it knows it's going to be safe because the water is there. It's calm. It's safe. Anything can be going on outside. It could be a force 10 gale. Who knows what's going on? Ships getting bashed around, but it gets into the harbour and it knows it's safe. We are our child's harbour walls. And I think When we think about it like that, I'm here for you, whatever I can hold you, I can keep you safe, whatever big emotions you're experiencing, whatever things have happened to you today, however you're feeling, I'm here to hold you and keep you safe. That for me is the the way to think about parental presence. It's about us being there to hold them through whatever is going on for them. Now, that's not to say we don't have boundaries around behaviour or things that are or aren't acceptable, of course not. But it's about saying, I'm here to hold you. Whatever's going on, I can help you. So with that in mind, we're thinking, how can we raise our presence with our child? What is it that we can be doing? And for me, there are four kind of key ways in which we can do it. None are better than the other. They're different. You might find that naturally one way is easier for you to start doing than another. You might find that you can start doing all of them. It doesn't matter. It's about picking one and working on it and starting to move forward. So the first idea is around emotional presence. And that is where we are keeping ourselves calm and regulated as much as is possible, because we all know it's not possible all the time. But we're doing that so that whether they are escalating or whether they are struggling or whatever's happening, we're able to stay calm and really maintain those harbour walls. But also say, it's all right. I've got this. I'm regulated. I don't fly off the handle every two minutes. I don't, I don't know, start shouting, whatever it is. They know you're that safe person. They know you're there for them. Now, I know we can't do all of that all the time. I don't remain calm all the time, but it's about trying to do that as much as we can. And through that, we are a helping them to learn and understand about different emotions and ways of managing it. But also we're showing them we're that safe base. And that's the key part of this. The other part of emotional presence for me is showing interest in them. You know, it feels amazing when somebody is interested in what you're doing. However boring they might find it, however they might not like it, just that question of how did it go when you were 
I don't know, playing Lego earlier? Or how did that game go with your friends? Or how did your horse riding go? Or your rugby match? Whatever it is, when we ask, when we're interested in somebody, it raises our presence. We feel good. And that feel good feeling helps raise our self-belief, our self-worth, our self-esteem. And all of that obviously has a positive impact on kind of our behaviours, how we how we connect with others. So when we're thinking about emotional presence, it's about self-regulating and keeping ourselves as calm or as regulated as we can do, but also about really showing connection and interest in what they are interested in by asking those questions, engaging with them, doing it with them, maybe all of those things. So that's emotional presence. The next one is physical presence, where we're actually spending time with them. And this is about not being in the same room as them, but doing something different. It's about giving them our undivided attention for even just two or three minutes at a time, longer if you can do, but where we are talking to them and giving them our undivided attention so that they really can, you know, connect with us and have time to talk to us about things and realize we value them that we want to spend time with them i know that might be really hard you might be thinking oh i don't want to spend time with them um but it really does work and in um i will talk later on in another session about kind of spending time with teens who often don't want to be with us let's be honest so we will think about that but doing something that works for them it's about what do they want to do with you for that small period of time not do you want to do necessarily um but undivided attention is the key part of that bit next we have cognitive presence and that is where we are thinking i'm going to respond to this situation not react so when things maybe are escalating you take that deep breath you take that 10 seconds to think okay what does my child need right now and then you respond rather than those knee-jerk reactions that we all have i'm really guilty of them when actually we're often inflaming the situation. If we can stop, if we can respond and think before we respond, most importantly, we can show them we can see their emotions and see that they're struggling. And that is really important and arguably a bit of a game changer. And then the last one is around social presence and really helping them to build social connections around them, showing them that there are other people in your support network and your family who are there to help them and help you as a family. And that's really important because so many of our children don't know who to trust um, or don't feel they can trust adults. And that helps us as the adults in their lives as well. So that's a very brief overview of the different types of parental presence. Depending on how you're feeling, depending on what your relationship is like with your child at the moment, pick one of those and start there. Start somewhere, little tiny steps. If you're really struggling, if you are running on empty, if you are exhausted, if your relationship with your child is really, really difficult, you might find parental, uh, physical presence rather is a good place to start. If you're really empty, you know, just sitting and watching telly with them and not being on your phone or reading your book or doing something else at the same time is a way of raising presence without too much physical and emotional energy. And as you start to reconnect, you'll start filling your tank up as well. So parental presence is not just good for your kids. It's really good for you as well. And actually, in some ways, it can be a way of self-care because you'll be topping your tank up by having fun with your children and spending time with them. So just think about what works for you and what works for your child first and start there. Start on one and keep moving forward and gradually build up others. So that's this week's episode of Sarah Fisher Talks Connective Parenting. As I said, we will be doing uh, future episodes of the podcast. We'll be looking at the different aspects of the approach so you can really get a good feel for it uh, and providing that overview for you. 
I know so often it can be hard to know where to start and what to do, but I promise you in these really short uh, extra episodes that we're going to be putting out, you'll get a feel for it and get some short, hopefully easy to implement ideas. Um, And if not, just an overview of the approach that you can start using straight away. As always, come and find me if you've got any questions. Um, I always love to hear from you and I will speak to you soon. Bye.